una vez un gran rey que tenía muchas tierras, un castillo y también un amor. Pero los caprichos de ese amor con el tiempo sin castillo y sin tierras lo dejó. Welcome back to the Liga MX Fantasy Podcast. We are back for the second day in a row. That might be the first time we've ever done two in a row. Back-to-back days, and I'm your host, Trip and B, and I'm here with the Liga MX God, self-proclaimed Araboy. What's going on, man? How you living? What's up, man? Right here, um, sweating this Liga MX showdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're 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 making history here on our podcast. We're first time going back-to-back days, and our first time broadcasting, you know, for one slate while the other slate's finishing up. We're watching the Puebla Santos Laguna showdown as we get ready to talk this uh Tigres showdown tomorrow against uh, Cruz Azul. So should be uh if you if if you hear one of us jump up and scream it's probably because a goal got scored <laughs> in the last thirty minutes. But uh how you looking on this this podcast? We on this slate, excuse me, we potted for this uh this one yesterday, came up with a a plan to play Lozano and Valdez together and then Lozano didn't start. So how'd you build your lineup? It's looking all right. I think the guy that I needed to do something just got subbed off. Yeah. I Before sixty minutes is crazy. That's crazy. He's just kinda old at this point in his career, right? He's an older player. That's why he seems does not get a lot of playing time. Yeah, but he was playing good. He was doing well. I mean, I don't see why I subbed him off, but um Yeah, I, I thought he might line up on. Um, he was a late sub. He subbed on the last 30 minutes in his first two games this this tournament. So I, I thought with him starting, maybe there's a chance he might go 90. But it looks like no no dice there, and I have him too. So we're both kind of hurt by that one. Yeah, let's see if my lineup still maintains in the green. A little profitable right now, but yeah, you did get a goal that I did not get from one of your guys. So that you gotta like that. Yeah, um, Santos forward. His name is. Um, you don't even know the name of the guy that got your goal. Great, nice. Correa. He's, he's, he's a new guy, new transfer. Yeah, yeah, he's new to their team, huh? Yeah, so um, he's replacing um, Jonathan Rodriguez from last season. So I saw that he had a good game last game, so he was pretty cheap. Yeah, and uh, Johnny Rodriguez was always a guy I liked to play as sort of an alternative to Furch because he was usually a little cheaper and he would get a little bit more peripherals. I feel like I whiffed on this guy, Correa. I probably should have played him because we, we said there was going to be goals in this game, and he was so cheap. He was almost half the price of uh, Julio Furch. So probably should have tried to get him in there as an attacker. I went with kind of a floor-based lineup with wingers and – it's not really working out too well for me right now. It looks like it might be a buster slate. Yeah, man. Um, I missed out on the Garnica play due to him being an early sub risk. And he's like right, a yeah. headless chicken out there. Yeah, he, he crossed like a madman the first half. He slowed down a little bit. Apreciado, a guy that we mentioned in our podcast, he... Was, did almost nothing in the first half. He's finally started crossing a little bit in the second. But if you haven't seen this uh, this Correa goal, he he kind of flipped it up with the back of his head. Check out, go to club, you know, at Club Santos Twitter or check out my Twitter. I retweeted it. Like it's uh, <laughs> it's one of the coolest goals. You said it was a lucky goal because the keeper was out of position when we were talking about it. But I just think it's so freaking 
casual the way he just kind of flicks back his head and, and pops it up it's, it's definitely worth watching so yeah it kind of reminded me of um x forward from the mexico national team Jared Borghetti. he scored a goal similar like that in the world cup against italy which is crazy but oh yeah Borghetti yeah, was, was a legend man. Borghetti was a legend when i was growing up for sure he was he was always fun to, for, to watch on the mexican team so I, well, I knew him before I even really knew any uh, any the MX teams or players, but I knew a little bit about the Mexican national team. Anyway, anything else you want to say about this game while we watch it, or you want to move um, see how what develops while we talk about uh, tomorrow's slate? Yeah, we can um, skip on to tomorrow. All right. Well, we got another showdown. Uh, DraftKings just continually doesn't not really helping out the league MX community. I'm gonna continue to hold out and not uh, not get too upset or too worried about it, like I've said, until we get further away from the NFL season. If they're still doing only showdowns when the NFL's gone, then then I think it's time to start worrying. But today, I mean, they had two games that started at the same exact time, and they, uh, they still only did a showdown, even though they could have had a two-game slate with two games at the same start time. So that shows you kind of where their priorities are. The good news is, Tomorrow's showdown is pretty nice. Uh, two great teams, Tigres, Cruz Azul, a lot of great players and, and fun guys to play in your lineup. So it should be pretty good. What, what's your early impressions of the slate from first looking at it? I hope, and I honestly do see a lot of goals coming tomorrow from both sides because they both have great attackers on their team. So I hope for the showdown, you know, there's a lot of goals. So we can just, you know, do a roulette and choose some players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, if you look up, you know, we, we like to break this up by salary tiers when we talk showdown. So if we look usually, you know, if we look at the top 10 guys, if we go nine, you know, 9,500 and above might be a good good place to break it up from Rodriguez up to Gignac. Which guys are in play for you in that range? I would probably say that my first – Lock from the guys up top. You know, this is all if this guy starts. But Salarian, Tigres, he hasn't been starting. Yeah. yeah. He takes over the set pieces. And also Aquino being out of injury, he'll, you know, wrap up all the set pieces that Tigres have tomorrow. Right. Um, I, have, I have to think it's, it's time for him to finally get a start this year. Yeah, he's always, you know good for um, DK because he likes to open up and shoot and just likes to cross. So he's a good play if he starts tomorrow for yeah, 11,400. You don't see anything uh, in a game log form, but he actually is one of the best players in, in that tier for sure, I'd have to say. Especially if, when it comes to both like floor and upside. like he He's going to get a bunch of peripheral points and he has a chance to get you a goal, so that's not bad. Uh, what about our guy? It seems like we, we, this guy just curses me every time. But Elias Hernandez, he's he's back on the slate. I faded him last time when he put up a, uh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, 42 showdown points on DraftKings, and I, I didn't have him, so I, it was a short slate for me that night. But 
I know he's going to bust eventually soon at, at very high ownership. What, how, do you, how do you like him in this matchup at, at, on the road against Tigres? Um, Elias. I, I, I've never liked Elias playing away. Um, I believe, you know, due to his game logs, he looks like a lock. But um, the first game he played against Puebla, which, you know, it's not a great team, as you can see. And the second game, I think... Uh, the other team was down. Something mm-hmm. had like a red card. Uh, I don't. I don't see Elias tomorrow, my lineup. But I mean, he's he's a I guess safe player. Obviously, I think we're both getting, looking at a guy a little bit cheaper on on Cruz that we'll get to in just a second, and hopefully he finds his way in the starting lineup. But you know, th- those are kind of your your floor plays of the high ends, Elarian and Elias. What what about the goal scoring guys? Gignac, Quinones, Vargas, Valencia. Uh, you know, do you do you play those guys, or you, uh, is there one you'd like to see in the lineup on top of the other one? You know what I'm saying? Like, is there someone you would play if he's in, as opposed to other guys you would fade? No, um, I've always liked Gignac at home. He tends to score most of the time, so you're gonna have to find some space for you know the most favorite to score tomorrow, which is Gignac. He's at fourteen thousand eleven, fourteen thousand one hundred five. Yeah, I agree. Gignac at home is, is one of those guys you you count on him definitely more at home compared to on the road. And I think he's actually had kind of a slow start to the season. He's not putting up a lot of points. You know, whether or not you think that means he's due to finally score, I, I, I think he's going to be in a good spot to score. I, I, have, I see myself playing him, finding a way to fit him, even at, at the most expensive. But even in a cash lineup, I think he's worth worth the spend. What about the Quinones? guys or uh you know Vargas or Valencia the these guys these are your <laughs> these are your Vinny Cash plays for the slate for sure but is any any of them that you would consider? Yeah um I think out of all that you know little bunch there Quinones Vargas and Valencia out of all of them I'll probably choose Valencia because he'll probably play behind Pignac and he likes to go you know for some shots. And um, right. he's a very, school, very skilled uh, forward. So probably Valencia at 10,800. I think I'm going to base my lineup more around floor guys. I don't, I don't think I'm going to be spending up for more. Than, I might try to fit two guys above 10K in, but definitely not three. I mean, it's going to be almost impossible if you try with Geniac at 14,000. So there's a lot more to like, I feel, a lot more choices to be made here in the next tier if we go down. From 8,900 Mendez, if we go down to 6,500 Cotaruccio, I think that's a pretty good good tier and has some guys in it that, like, these are all the guys we always play. So it's going to be kind of tough to choose between them. But, I mean, you got Mendez, Yotun, Aldrete, uh, Duenas, Alvarado, Carioca sometimes gets set pieces. So, like, who, who are you looking at in this range from... 9,000 down to 6,500. I like Carioca when he starts and um, Salarayan don't start or Aquino don't start because he takes most of the set pieces. Mm-hmm. And his price is a great, you know, pickup right there, 6,600. And my other call would probably be Yotun if he starts because we all know. Right. Yotun is just obviously the man. We've, we've talked about it on this pod before. He came... In as a sub, late sub in both of his previous two 
appearances for Cruz Azul. I don't know if they're ready to, to start getting him in the lineup more or not, but I mean, per 90, he's still putting up pretty good numbers. You know what I mean? He, in, in 15 minutes, he scored 15 fantasy points and showed up scoring. Like at 8,400, he could easily get you 30 fantasy points like in his sleep. So if he, we really need him to start, but we'll see. I like Duenas a lot. He, he always builds up, you know, peripherals when he starts. Right. He does. Sometimes yeah, he's he plays a- back. Sometimes he plays a center defensive man. Sometimes, you know, even as a center back. But it all depends how, you know, Duca Ferretti, Taylor's coach, lines him up tomorrow. Yeah, Dwayne is, like, he can deliver for DFS, like, wherever he is on the floor, on the on the pitch. Like, a lot of times you you'll want an outside winger, you don't play a central player, but, like, whether wherever he's lined up, he, he's usually going to deliver. He gets involved and does a little bit of everything. Um, Aldrete and Alvarado are pretty good, you know, attacking players for, for Cruz Azul. And Aldrete has the bonus of, of having the defender eligible, so he, he gets potential clean sheet bonus. He's probably the best defender. Uh, Duenas is a defender eligible, too, which I didn't realize, so that's kind of cool. Um, yes, that'll be my other lock tomorrow if he starts. Which he has been, Andrete. So yeah, he's been putting up great numbers, and this looks like another one of those games where there's going to be goals. The betting favor is pretty heavy on Tigris, but I, you still feel like the you're going to want a couple cruise guys in your lineup for sure. If we move down under that, then if we if we go under Cataruccio to 6400 and below, are there any names jumping out that catch your eye as we try to get some value plays? I was looking at this guy. If somehow um, Jurgen Dam for 5,700 yep. starts, that's a great um, player to choose in your lineup because, you know, he loves to get wide and cross. He loves it. He's just the fastest player in the MX. That's not, not, a, uh, not a bad title to have. <laughs> it's a pretty fast league. He has so much potential, but uh, he he's just missing that final touch, that shot or that cross, you know. But looks he, like he's he gets, he missing some minutes too. Good. Yeah, he'll definitely get you some DK points. You need to get him. You need to get him in the starting lineup. It looks like, yeah, a lot of these guys. I mean, I can't really play Orbelin Pineda even even at six K, which seems kind of cheap for him, but. He just he has no floor for me. Aguilar, center back, not not really doing it. What do you think about uh, Mesa? Mesa sometimes gets in. He's usually not a regular starter, but he can get in. Uh, he has been starting actually in this in this crossover and putting up some put up some decent numbers in one game at Tijuana. It was not that yeah. great against Leon. I I I I would say that any center back in showdown will be GVP. That will be Mesa and um, Dominguez. Oh, Dominguez sometimes plays as right back for soon. Um, Michinowski, Aguilar, them guys. Yeah, I got I, I got fooled by that tonight. I saw the early Opta formation showed Areola playing left back for Santos, but should have known better that he was going to go back to his normal center back position. And, and it looked, they, they switched it from a four, three, three to a five, three, two. Once the, uh, once the game started. So just my yeah, luck, man. Um, we might, we might see a debut tomorrow for Grosun, which is Eustachio at 5,200. It's a young Portuguese player. 
Tell me more. I've never seen him play, so I cannot tell you, you know, any review of him. But, you know, the media, the press have actually um, compared him to Fabregas. I don't know how, but that's what they're saying. Not bad, yeah. 22 years old. Uh, looks like he came from the Portuguese league to the Mexican league, so. We'll see. I'll check out some videos of him. That's not usually the best DFS uh, research strategy, but if you <laughs> if, if it's a player that you know nothing about, you can check their videos sometimes at least get an idea for how they, they, they kind of play. So I don't know if that's a uh, advanced technique or if it's a what the hell are you doing technique, but it is definitely a technique. So it is what it is. So one thing we had, we had one of our fans uh, give us a suggestion. So I think we should try it here, man. I haven't even talked to you about this, but. One of the fans of the podcast said we should uh, build a lineup at the end, do a little feature at the end of our, each pod where we build a lineup. So I, I think we should do that. And the suggestion was we trade off picks where you pick one, I pick one, you pick one, and we see see what we come up with. So I'm going to give you the choice. You want first pick or second pick? Ladies first. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I, mean, I, I don't I mind walked into that. First. I walked into that one. No, I'll go first so that you can have the last pick. How about that? The, mo- the last pick sometimes the most important, so. I'm going to, if I knew he was starting, I would go Yotun, but since I don't know for sure, I'm going to go Zellerion uh, and uh, start with him, 11-4. All right, so I have to play in my lineup, right? I have to yeah, yeah. Or I can do it for you if you want. I mean, I'll, I'd not, you know. That's all good, so I can just keep the track of the salary. Okay, yeah. so we have Zellerion. If he starts, I would probably go with um, Aldrete. My second pick for eight thousand. Nice, nice. Leaving me a little salary. All right, I'm gonna fire up. I'm gonna steal all the rest of the salary pretty much and take Geniac and pop him in there, and that leaves us with fifty five hundred each for the last three spots. <laughs> that's that's gonna make it tough, but kind of kills our mid range. It almost kills Duaneus, but we could put some of the other guys we talked about. Who do you who do you want in for the fourth pick? Oh, it's gonna be around the five K range. Probably gonna go with I like Orbelin Pineda for six K. Okay. I'm gonna take him. You're gonna get him in there. Yeah, he likes to do a little um, shooting around and you know get some tackles in. So six K, I'll take Pineda. All right. Well, I'm not gonna make it easy on you. I'm gonna put Hurgen Dam in and hope that he's starting. But that's gonna leave you 4,800 for the last spot. Is there any? Can you find anyone down there? Thank you, said you, they, thank you said they were all GPP plays, but which center back are you actually going to put in? Uh, I'm going to have to go with your call, Mesa, 4,800. <laughs> yeah, it's right there, right? So that's the lineup you can play. That's the, the official Liga MX Fantasy Podcast lineup. Uh, Zellerayan, Aldrete, Gignac, Pineda, Dom, Mesa. Um, I don't know. Someone, somebody play that and see how it does. I think, you know, looking at this, you might have to make some tough choices. Do you really want? Gignac, uh, do you want to play Aldrete or maybe put uh, uh, Duenas in instead? It just kind of depends for a little bit cheaper. So obviously, uh, give me a couple choices to make. It, we'd be a lot better off if we had a classic slate with multiple games, but you know there is some st- strategy in showdown, so we'll try to try to play the game that we're presented with at least, and hope it gets better. All right. Well, um, due to your Jinx, GBP, <laughs> a.k.a. Vinny Cash, pick from last night, which was foolish. He missed a PK. Too. Yeah, he skied a PK. Yeah, that was the, don't, t- don't trust my uh, 
Although my picks are, have been pretty good. I don't know. Well, you picked well, this you, one to be a 2-0, and it's already 1-1. So you, it looks yeah, like you, you're not going perfect on um, the season either. I guess I, I we'll switch it up now. I'll do the Phoenix Cash uh, pick, and you can go with the prediction. Okay, so, sounds good. Who's your pick? I'm going to go with Cauterucho for 6,500 for nice. a goal. Yeah, he could get up there and get a goal for sure. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not, I would not be surprised to get a, see him get a goal because I'm gonna predict a wild game. I'm gonna predict three-one for Tigris. Two goals from Gignac. Not quite sure where the other two are coming from, but that's my prediction. Yeah, I like the Gignac call. It should be in the score sheet tomorrow. So that's the showdown. I keep talking about hoping uh, that the classics are gonna come back more after NFL. So we'll keep fingers crossed, and whatever they give us, we're gonna we're gonna put uh, breakdowns together. So uh, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Yeah, man. We look to everybody on these showdowns.